Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. We're back here on Sports Talk on the Big 870. Mike Detail along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Abair, and Charlie Long in studio. And on our Oakland Hard Jewelers Talk and Text Line, the voice of LSU Tiger Baseball, Chris Blair. Chris, thanks so much for joining us this afternoon. I'm good, Mike, man. Thanks for having me on. Always good. Uh, pleasure to talk with you. Chris, did you stay uh, once the series ended? You stayed there? Because I know LSU didn't come back home. Uh, they, they went to Hoover. So you, were you guys the exact same way? No, last year I did that. We went straight from Nashville to Hoover. And, uh, you know, as much as I love Hoover, Alabama, uh, <laughs> I get you. For two, I two get or three you. days was not my cup of tea. And also my son's graduating high school. Oh, well, congratulations. That That's awesome. Chris, one question. I'll throw you to Bobby. Because um, everybody asks us this. Who's going to pitch tomorrow morning? Wow. You know, that's a great question, Michael. Be honest with you. Um, going Jay Johnson. I've been asked that a bunch, really was asked that this weekend in Athens about who they thought they would go with, uh, you know, playing on Wednesday, depending, really, regardless of what time of the day they played. And, uh, you know, my answer was always, Jay Johnson is not going to compromise anything that will affect regional play that you know, he expects next week. Um, so, truth of the matter is, I, I, I think you could probably, it could be Thatcher Hurd. Uh, you could see – I mean, I, I really think it's going to be surprising to see who goes tomorrow morning because, A, it's at 9.30, and I don't think he wants to mess up any rhythm of his starting pitchers. He might even throw Blake Money out there. LSU fans like, what? Blake Money? I don't know. Just go out there and, and, and come on. Maybe you catch lightning in a bottle. But the question I have for you, Chris, is that Coach Johnson's um, – I mean, looking at his philosophy – of not being tied to certain rotation when it comes to the postseason. Uh, now, it's not what necessarily what a traditional coaches think, uh, but uh, you always have to think, I guess, outside the box and look uh, the future. Like you talk about the regionals and potentially super regional. Hopefully that occurs. But uh, it was interesting. I read this uh, where it was like when you think of it as outgetters, uh, you're almost looking like chess moves. 
this guy could play best against this guy at this time in the game or a reliever coming in for the first two innings gives you the freedom to put your pitches in the best place to be the most effective. So is it kind of like, uh, I don't know, uh, piecemealing and you're looking at the matchups and uh, kind of like playing chess and what pitches you're going to utilize? Yeah, I think you're right. I mean, I think, you know, one of the things uh, about Coach Johnson is, as you well know, he is he is big into the analytics and he understands what matchups are better, um, not only early in the game, middle of the game, and late in the game. But I think when you look at uh, – there's no doubt to me that, you know, when you're around this baseball program and you're over at the box and you're in the baseball clubhouse, any time during the year, whether it's August, November, February, or here in May, the objective is to get to Omaha and compete for a national title. So as I said earlier, there's not going to be anything, regardless of the analytics this week in Hoover, that's going to mess up what he's got planned or what he wants to see beginning next week when we expect a regional to begin in Baton Rouge. Now, having said that, you've got to play Wednesday morning. Uh, if you win that one, then you get to move to 430 on Thursday. That, to me, guys, is the more interesting part. Obviously, you want to win the game, and LSU's not going to go to Hoover if they don't want to win a game. But if you win and get to that 430 game, is Thursday a good time? You don't want to have him two weeks off. Right. Uh, so, uh, again, you, you're going to want to get him some rotation in there. Would Thursday be good enough uh, if you get into that winner's bracket and, and at 4.30 in the afternoon? Um, because unless that happens, I just I just don't see, you know, because if you win on Thursday, then you're suddenly into Saturday's action you get Friday off. But then all of a sudden you're inside a regular routine for Paul Skeens to start on a regional Friday. So I think all of this, the decisions that will be made and the pictures we see tomorrow are all based on what they want to set up for the following weekend. And I know LSU fans, for good reason, love the SEC tournament. It's right. one of the great times of the year. Um, Coach Palmineri went over there, and he won a ton of games. I mean, other teams refer to it as a Palmineri Classic uh, <laughs> yeah. just because he was able to really right. play well over there. So you have that pressure, and you have that standard. But, again, I just don't think Jay's – I'm not saying he's not interested in winning games over there. I just think his ultimate goal is to get to that regional – and we could see a whole different category, different order, different types of guys pitching. And and to your point, I think there's some guys that need some pitching. And I think there's some guys who need some confidence because they are going to be used in a regional out of the bullpen. And they're going to be used in a super. And goodness knows if you're going to win a title in Omaha in the last two weeks, you're going to have to have some guys with some good innings under their belt as well as some confidence. So I expect to see a, a, a wide variety of arms pitch for LSU, certainly – uh, in tomorrow's game. Chris, uh, this just broke just moments ago, but Leah Van is reporting that tomorrow's starting pitcher will be Thatcher Hurd. Yeah, and he, had, and he had a great outing, right? Uh, but when you think, Chris, look at his last outing. Uh, that had to help his confidence somewhat, right? Well, that's why he was my leader in the clubhouse. I mean, somebody asked me this morning uh, here in town who I thought would go, and I said, if I had to guess, I think it'll be Thatcher Hurd, and it's for that reason. In his last couple outings, he's been really strong. I think his confidence has gone up a little bit. He certainly had some tough outings this year, but uh, he's looked very good here of late. And and I also, again, I'll be shocked if, if Jay were to say, hey, look, we're going to throw Thatcher Hurd and we're going to let him go and extend till you know, we want to, you know, till he can't go anymore. I, I think there'll be a very intricate, detailed plan on we want Thatcher Hurd for X number of pitches or X number of innings. 
And then, again, you're going to see Sam Dutton. You're going to see Bryce Collins. You're going to see Blake Money. Um, but I think that's a good one. You want to stay in the winner's bracket when you go to Hoover, and I think Thatcher heard the way he's pitched of late is a good one to get started. Now, uh, Chris, uh, this is staying on the pitching uh, conversation and kind of a two-part question. Uh, when you look at LSU right now and what's going to occur uh, in the postseason, uh, then you have to have depth and – uh, you have to be able to obviously rely on bullpen pitchers uh, to come in and possibly work long innings. So uh, that'll be interesting to see uh, what's going to occur right now. Uh, the confidence level maybe is not there, but you look at the SEC as a whole and pitching in the postseason, and you're talking about depth. It seems like right now uh, that's something that maybe Vanderbilt and Arkansas has figured out uh, as far as where they're at right now uh, with their pitching. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, when you look at the SEC, it's one of the you know things I talk about all the time. The difference in the top teams in the SEC and those teams who really can compete and win a national title, you're talking about teams who have solid and deep pitching because everybody in the SEC has offense. Everybody in the SEC can put runs on the board. Um, and so I think over the last several weeks, certainly the backstretch of conference play, I think Arkansas has really settled into not only – finding guys that have been able to go out and pitch effectively. But now they kind of have their roles. Right. And Vanderbilt, of course, that's what Tim Corbin's known for. He always has roles. Um, and, you know, and the thing, when I look back at LSU last year and the masterful job that that staff did just to piece it together, um, you know, you look back to like mid-April through that run to the regionals in Hattiesburg, guys had roles. Now, it didn't mean that they always went out there and dominated. But you kind of knew who the, the inning eaters were, like Riley Cooper. He could come in, give you two, three, four innings, middle of the game, keep the game close. You had other guys who were designated starters, and you had guys on the back end who were designated late inning and closers. Now, I think the difference in this year's team, and hopefully there's still time to get it right, I just don't know if we know who those guys are for this team. Right, yeah. Um, you know, and, and I think that's frustrating for, uh, obviously, Coach Jay Johnson and even pitching Coach Wes Johnson because, again, these guys know the analytics and they know the matchup and they know who to call upon at what situation in the game. Problem is, they I don't think they have a lot of confidence. It's almost like flipping a coin. You get a guy comes in, pitches great one week, next week, you know, right. gets shelled for, for six runs in an inning. So, I just don't think those roles have been carved out yet. And, again, there's time to do it. And if you can win a couple of games, stay a couple of days in Hoover, maybe we start to see a little bit of that because that certainly will make things easier for LSU once you get to regional play. You know, uh, Chris, boy, it seemed like his confidence, uh, boy, has really gone down a little. I don't know uh, how can they depend on him. It seems like he's just gets shellacked as of late. But uh, one guy that I think is not getting enough credit, you know, we all talk about Paul Skeens. What is your take on, on Ty Floyd? Uh, I mean, I think that's maybe someone we can rely upon. Uh, you know, everybody, oh, Paul Skeens, Paul Skeens. But, but uh, the, what kind of confidence? I have confidence in Ty Floyd. What's your take on that? Absolutely, full confidence in Ty Floyd. In fact, he's had, you know, really suffered some tough luck where he's really given you a good enough outing to win even an SEC play against ranked SEC teams. And, again, the bullpen has let them down. Uh, you go back to the last home series against Mississippi State. His numbers were good enough for LSU to win that game uh, in game two and just weren't able to get it done. I think coming off the Georgia series this past weekend, Buzzy Heidel knows what it takes to be a, a, a national champion. 
the game was over on Saturday. He looked at me and he goes, hey, man, I like the one-two punch of Paul Skeens and Ty Floyd. The last couple of outings for him, he has been solid. Um, he's pitched. He's found his spots. He's thrown strikes. And that, to me, is the big difference. You know, when you talk about Christian Little, he just struggles to throw strikes. Um, and then he gets himself behind in counts because he's got a 3-1 count or a 3-0 right. count. And you can be a great pitcher, but if you're going to lob it up over the plate at the belt to get a strike one or a strike two in the SEC, that looks like a beach ball to most right. of these hitters. Yeah, so, they end up getting a hit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, but no, I think without question, Ty Floyd uh, and Coach Jay Johnson would tell you the same thing. He'll go to battle with Ty Floyd against anybody in any series. Now, uh, Chris, looking at LSU Fighting Tigers playing the South Carolina Gamecocks uh, tomorrow morning at 930. It seems like, you know, in Hoover that you can have those early morning games. You have those afternoon showers. So hopefully you get a complete game. But when you look at the Gamecocks, that's why you can't use injuries as an excuse. I'm looking, and I said this earlier, they started 13-4, and four, taking the first four or six series, tying uh, one with LSU. We all know that was 1-1. I thought LSU felt fortunate to be in that situation, how hot South Carolina was. But then they finished the last four series with a 3-9 and nine record. You might say, well, what happened? Well, I look at South Carolina. They literally, at one point, it was their whole infield that was injured. And then you had some pitching injuries, like with Noah Hall, a huge loss. But midway through the season, you look at it, they were leading the country in home runs, and now they finished fourth in the SEC. So we talk about injuries. That's why LSU can't use that as an excuse, because look at what, what South Carolina's been dealing with. No, it's, it's part of the game. And, you know, Jay Johnson would tell you that straight up front. I mean, he always says, hey, it's tough. We would be so much better, uh, you know, if we had Garrett Edwards, if we had Chase Shores. But, hey, by the way, so would Mississippi State if they hadn't lost, yeah. you know, three of their designated starters. Or to your point, South Carolina losing some key pitchers, not only here of late, but even early in the season. Um, so without question, um, again, I, I, injuries are just part of it. And, and, you know, again, it's great that you have a 56-game season. It's great that you're able to kind of ebb and flow with those injuries. Uh, some guys you, you find come up late in the season called upon that weren't playing much to begin the season, and suddenly – uh, you find a gym. Um, and with South Carolina, the only thing that will be interesting to me, and today against Georgia, I thought they were pretty – just seeing both of them with my own eyes on the diamond, I thought they were similar in the fact that they've got decent starting pitching, they've got decent bullpen pitching, but they got some bashers at the plate. Um, multiple guys with double-digit home runs. But it's different when you go uh, to the Hoover Met than when you're playing at Founders Park in Columbia. It's not the smallest park in the SEC, but it's nowhere close to the biggest. It's a good 20 feet shorter to center field in Columbia than it is in Baton Rouge. Chris, from what you've seen from these teams, I'm looking at the matchups in the first day of the single elimination round, and out of all these teams, I think the one that sticks out the most to me is a team that could really make a run after game past that single elimination game is Auburn, the, who's just kind of climbed out of nowhere to be the five seed in the SEC tournament, because you're looking at South Carolina, they were the number three team in the country before kind of falling off in the last few weeks with losing those four straight SEC series. So I want to get your thoughts on which of these teams, because Tennessee, you know, I mean, obviously they're losing 3 nothing to Texas A&M, as a seven seed, that game's in a rain delay. But which of these teams from the single elimination day games on Tuesday do you think can make a really deep run in the SEC tournament? For my money, it is Auburn. Uh, now, Tennessee is good. Again, Tennessee's going to suffer a little bit like they did last year in that large park because they absolutely play in a bandbox. And that's not to slight the volunteers. 
it just is what it is. Lindsey Nelson Stadium is, is, is a short porch all the way around. Um, and they struggle. Again, a team that hits for power, they struggle when they get into an expansive park like the Hoover Met. Uh, Auburn doesn't have the biggest park in the world. They do have to contend with the 37-foot monster in left field to get one out of there. But they're a team that watching them on our visit to the Plains, I thought, how does this team have the record they have? And then, of course, the final three weekends, as you pointed out, uh, they completely flipped the switch. And to me, Auburn's the, the team to, to worry about. And I'll be honest with you guys, there's been a rebirth in Tuscaloosa. This Alabama team suddenly now, with all they went through with their coach and that week of just had to be just total disarray. Right. Suddenly now they're putting it together, and, you know, uh, Kendall Rogers feels like that there's going to be 10, at least 10 SEC teams, uh, possibly 12, uh, 10 that are going to the postseason, and maybe seven uh, of, of the 16 are going to host. And, and he actually said Alabama and Auburn are kind of, he feels like, are in the hunt to host, depending on what they do in Hoover. So I think Auburn's probably a team that's red hot right now. Uh, but I wouldn't sleep on the, the Crimson Tide, as, as painful as that is for me to say. Now, uh, Chris, uh, last question I have for you. Uh, when you look at Javin Coleman, um, always look what Coach Johnson says, uh, you know, and I think he's pretty straightforward. And he said, I don't think his stuff is anywhere near where we saw last year, but he's throwing strikes and he's competing. And he said, I'm proud of him for that. I'm very confident in him as an option as we're moving forward. Uh, what's your take on, uh, on Javin Coleman? Uh, he's an incredible story, just simply that he's out there pitching at all uh, based on the time frame of his Tommy John surgery. And, again, wisely, Coach Johnson has ramped him up slowly from the start he had against Louisiana Lafayette in the midweek to some really big key spots like the start this past Sunday, uh, or Saturday, rather, against Georgia. Um, you know, I asked Jay just prior to that game, I said, hey, he was on a 51-pitch count against Mississippi State. Are we similar there? And he goes, it's going to be with Javen based on the injury and coming back. It's going to kind of be each outing is different. But we're going to try to start extending him some um, and, you know, get beyond the 50-pitch, the 70-pitch, closer to the century mark as far as pitches thrown in an outing. Uh, but that's really key. I mean, I know this defense here of late maybe had – committed a few more errors than they did to start the season in the middle part of the season. But this is a solid defense. And it's kind of the frustrating part with this bullpen. I think David Coleman is doing the right thing. Go out there and attack the strike zone. Trust your defense. Trust your stuff. And if he's feeling good, because as you guys know, it's not just physical coming off of surgery. It's mental coming off of surgery. Right. And I think if he's gotten more comfortable, we're seeing him going out there, trusting his stuff, trusting his defense. And I think Coleman could be a big, big shot in the arm for not just this week in Hoover, but even later on when we move to regional, super regional, and hopefully a trip to Omaha. Chris, thanks so much for joining us this afternoon. Always great stuff. And uh, enjoy listening to you calling games, brother. You do a fabulous job. Thank you, Chris. Well, I love uh, thank you, guys. Thanks for having me on anytime. Thank you so much. Chris Blair, the voice of the LSU Tiger baseball team. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. 
Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.